You're listening to Renegade Talk Radio. Standing firm against the global cabal, it's Owen Schroyer. We'll start tonight in, in the Middle East, where Israel... What? Israel isn't supposed to defend itself? Oh, yeah, if Mexico bombed Texas, will we exercise... What other countries held to the same standard as Israel? Israel. People that want to destroy our terrorists? Self-hating Jew? <laughs> that was that was weird. <laughs> anyway, what I was what I was saying was last Thursday saw the start of a new ground offensive launched by Israel. Tradition! Tradition! Um, holy <laughs> um, look, obviously there are, there are many strong opinions on, on this issue, but just merely mentioning Israel or questioning in any way the effectiveness or humanity of Israel's policies is not the same thing as being pro-Hamas. So you're against murder children? Free Gaza! Zionist pig! You know what? Why don't we just talk about something lighter, like, uh, Ukraine? Yeah, I'm good with that. It's been a few days now. I still haven't weighed in on Israel-Palestine. I honestly don't know who to post. Usually it's easy. BLM, bang. Ukraine, bang. COVID, bang. Hey, did you do your Israel-Palestine post yet? I've never missed a stand. So who'd you go with? I look at my phone, I see a lot of Republicans supporting Israel. So I go, maybe stay away from that. Then I see a lot of the people we've been calling Nazis supporting Palestine. But then get this, the people that we've been calling them Nazis with are happy Israel's getting attacked. Riddle me that. But there really is no easy answer here. Did you do your Israel-Palestine post yet? No. What your manager think of that? I'm retired. Oh, you don't have representation right now? Obviously, I was at the front lines of getting mad at Kanye West when he was doing the anti-Semitism stuff. Everyone was thanking me for standing up for the Jewish community. So naturally, I'm seeing this happen. I go, okay, we're back with the Jews again. I see Kylie Jenner post for Israel. I think, okay, the word's in. Then boom, she's getting killed on every angle. So it's not Israel. So I start doing a bit more research. I'm seeing queers for Palestine. And generally, you want to be on the side of the queers. If you look at the things, you're not going to get in trouble if you go with what the queers are saying. Then Mia Khalifa, who we obviously support, is posting with the queers. And she's getting fired from her job. The whole reason I'm posting this is to get in better standing with my job. And by the way, I started to see that you, you had to pick, who would you say? I would stay out of it like I told you. But if you kind of have to choose, which no, is I sort would, of what no. a situation I feel like I find myself in. But you don't understand, I gotta post to support one of them. I know to you, it might be like, oh, who cares what he thinks. A buddy of mine booked a Geico commercial from his Ukraine TikTok, so it happens. Feels like we like decolonizing. What, what is decolonizing? Is that just like killing the people? That's literally what I was saying, man. 
Because uh, normally it's pretty easy. I don't know what the answer is. This one's, I just want to post one of the flags and sort of be done with it. It's tougher than you think. I'm getting yelled at if I post Palestine. I'm getting yelled at if I post Israel. It's starting to feel like, if anything, I'm the victim here. I'm looking on the internet. I see Jews for Palestine. I kid you not. Also, I'm watching the parades. We're talking Times Square. Between me and you, when I see a bunch of brown people having a parade, I think it's a pretty safe bet to be on their side. Never failed me before. I mean, people are probably texting each other right now, wondering where my statement is. Israel, though, probably, right? Yeah. For me, it's a little more complicated as a Gentile, you know what I'm saying? Maybe if I look at who's getting censored, that's a good place to look. Like, follow the YouTube warnings. And then I'm looking at UN women, thinking, you know, follow the sniz. Like, trans lesbians or lesbians. Can I just go with that? Just like a random blanket post. Just be like, hey, lesbos, just so you know, lesbos with dongs are still lesbos. Stop avoiding the dong lesbos. I can't, I, I feel like it's the wrong move. But you go in Israel or Palestine and you're thinking, No, you could Oldest trick in the book, my friend. I wish I could do the same. Okay, so like if native people in America took down some girls at Coachella, I'd probably be like with the natives against me, right? Like that seems right. I can I can talk to my representation for you if you're... No, it's okay. Palestine's got to have Jewish people there, right? Like Palestine, isn't that... Am I being messed with you? There is a man who is whatever America needs him to be. Not the hero we deserve, but the hero we need. Nothing less than a knight. Shining. They'll hunt him. They'll set the dogs on him. Because the truth is the greatest threat they face. It's the war room. With Owen Schroyer. They want us to share their hatred, and they're angry when we don't. It's never been more clear to me. If you could try to analyze a complex situation or try to find your stance based on neutrality or principles, I realized what it all comes down to. They want us to share their hatred and they're angry when we don't. But I don't live with hate in my heart. And I'm not going to be emotionally manipulated. And I'm not going to be convinced I have to hate a group of people so that you can get your agenda accomplished. Not going to happen here. Not going to happen with my audience. And yes, that is intentionally open-ended. They want us to share their hatred and they're angry when we don't. So if you're wondering why you've seen all this stuff on the internet, if you're wondering why people are forcing you to look at the brutality, if you're wondering why people are forcing you to look at the death, it's because they want us to share their hatred. And then they get angry when we don't. Now, ladies and gentlemen, 
This is the InfoWars War Room brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com here on this Friday the 13th. Friday, October the 13th. It's amazing, isn't it? They say it's a global day of jihad and it's Friday the 13th. And you know, it's funny too, because I'm just somebody that looks for consistency. I'm, I'm a consistent person in my own logic and reasoning, and, and I'm always even second-guessing myself to make sure that I am consistent and that I am based on my principles. But you know, it's, it's funny, another inconsistency I see is that I have the same people that will send me stuff about how we don't live in, in the real calendar and how the calendars have been manipulated, which I, I do think there's some honesty there when you look at the prefixes and October and September, how they don't line up with the 12 months. But, you know, that, that's esoteric stuff. That's not really my shtick. But it's funny because it's like the same people that send me that stuff that we don't even live in the real calendar will then send me stuff with all these different dates and breakdowns of because it's October the 13th and Friday the 13th and then here's the math and here's everything else. And it means this and that means this day and that means there's going to be a false flag. And I'm like, well, wait a second. The last thing you sent me was how we don't even live in the real map. Uh, we don't even live in the real calendar. And But now you're basing this all off the calendar that you say is fake? I, so just looking for consistency here, getting a little bit off the beaten path here on this Friday. But, you know, it's been a long week, hasn't it? It's been a long week. And as I said to start the week, because I knew it would go this way, it's, it's the hardest thing to do in live media. It's the hardest thing to do as a talk show host that's just trying to base – the content here on on reality and and truthfulness and uh, when you deal with war and when you deal with holy wars and and false flags and shooting and death and murder that's that's the hardest stuff to be involved in but you know what we've uh, I think we've done a pretty good job here even even haters even haters of me have had to come around and say you know what I'm actually that's I I've, my respect has grown here but not to make it about that let me tell you what we come uh, what, what is coming up today. I'm going to continue to try to use consistency with logic to try to at least give a little more perspective to the situation that we're all supposed to be focused on in Israel. And then, of course, I've got all the news. Now, here's the problem. If this was just going on in Israel in the Gaza Strip, it'd be one thing. This holy war has now reached our homeland. And that's all by design, by the way. That's all by design. And as some of the emotion is waning and, and we get to the end of this week and I'm looking at other news now, we got big speaker news that we're going to be covering today. There might be a vote by the end of the day. Um, I doubt it, but there's a chance. But I've, I've been wrong on this speaker deal. I, I didn't think we were as far ahead as we were on this speaker deal. But the fact that Scalise had to resign and now the swamp is trying to stonewall Jim Jordan and you have at least a dozen, maybe two dozen Republicans that are standing against the lobbyists, standing against the Republican establishment, standing against the, the swamp, the D.C. corruption. I mean, the, the McCarthy ouster and, and the Gates victory there was even bigger than I thought. And I'm the one that said it right here first. I said, this is the biggest turning over of the corrupt establishment tables since the Trump election in 2016. But it was even bigger than I thought. The swamp is not getting their way in this speakership, and they're angry about it. And they, and they tried to use the funding for Israel as their excuse. It didn't work. It didn't work. And Gates correctly called him out, and he said, he said, please, please, you'll get your money for Ukraine, you'll get your money for your Israel, whether there is a, a speaker's race or a speaker or not. And he's been right. 
because the congressional uh, constitutional law in this country is is meaningless now. We don't live in the constitutional republic now. It's just all corruption. They can fund and do whatever the hell they want, and it's all above Congress somehow, even though constitutionally none of it's above Congress. But getting back to the issue, this holy war has now reached our homeland, and so I'm going to show you all the different angles of that. And here's the other thing I realized too. Because again, and I, I don't want to get too combative. I think I think we've had enough. Um, I think we've had enough mental combat with all of this all week long. But 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 again, I, it just if you want to come to this country, a Christian nation, and you want to come and your family came to this country, a Christian nation for peace and prosperity. And then you're going to bring the same culture, the same tensions, the same holy war to our country, then you know what? I got a problem with that. And if you are going to go on air or you as a member of Congress are going to step in front of the house and you're going to say, we have to invade or we have to bomb or we have to go to war, then you go first. If the Jews in Israel are your biggest issue and your biggest concern, then go live in Israel. And see, I never talk like that. I don't like talking like that. But I got to tell you, after seeing some of the rhetoric, after seeing some of the coverage, after seeing some of the reactionaries, after seeing all the propaganda, all the emotional manipulation and deception, uh, I don't mind coming on air and saying that now. Usually something I would never say on air. But but no, you, you want to come up here with a big mouth. You want to come up here and wave your big flags. You want to bring your holy war to our peaceful, prosperous nation, Christian nation. Then, then just get the hell out. Go deal with it on that land that you left. You go to war. You go fly into the combat zone. Don't make Americans engage in this war. Don't force us to have to engage in this war. Don't send our blood and treasure into this war. Don't big mouth us. Don't ridicule us for asking questions. How about we just send you over there and let's see how loud you are then. But I'll put that aside. You know, one more angle before we hit the break here. I think we're missing the Obama angle of this. I really do. I think we're missing the Obama angle of this. And I think Obama, with his foreign policy and him pulling the strings of Joe Biden and who knows what international influence he still has, but I, I think Obama and his influence on all of this is not being properly covered. And I'll also say the new holy war that George Soros and the globalists try to start here is the race war. And and that's a lot more direct than, say, are you Islam or Muslim or are you Jewish? That's you're you're this skin color. I mean, you can't avoid that. You're born with a skin color. And then you have to hate this other person because of their skin color. See? And it all comes back to what I said. They want us to share their hatred, and they're angry when we don't. We have not had this many of our best-selling products back in stock in years because of supply chain breakdowns and all the rest of the stuff that's going on. And these are game-changing products. It's like our information's game-changing. These products are incredible. And I'm personally glad that these are now back in stock. All three of the InfoWars Platinum flagship products that have been sold out for months are now back in stock but a very limited run because we only had a budget to get 
three or four thousand bottles of each one of these. I think we've got four thousand bottles of the HGH Max Boost that people love so much. We've got about four thousand bottles of 1776 testosterone boost that just came in, and we've got about three thousand bottles of Pain MD, incredible natural pain reliever situation. All three of these are back in stock, and they're incredible, and they fund our operation at InfoWarsStore.com. America is waking up to the sad and painful fact that we've been under a multinational globalist deep state intelligence agency controlled coup for decades in this country. We didn't have full control 30, 40 years ago, but they're really attempting full control now. And that's where we are. And InfoWars has engaged in the best long-term analysis of the enemy operation and predicted the resistance movement would form against it and the fact that we would have major successes against the enemy, but they would then double, triple, quadruple down. That's where we are now. So it's more important than ever that InfoWars stay on the air. I just want to thank you all for your support and spreading the word. It's more important than ever that we get funding. We try to make it easier for you to fund us by simply going to InfoWarsStore.com and getting great products that enrich you and your family's lives. But what it is to encourage you all to not forget that without you, we won't be here. So please go to InfoWarsStore.com today, and I thank you. The War Room. InfoWars.com forward slash show. I also want to quote Theodore Roosevelt here because I got to tell you, you know, this whole conflict and all the different commentary and angles and everything else has um, has really, I wouldn't say necessarily shifted my geopolitical perspective, but it's definitely given me a deeper understanding of some of the issues. No doubt about that. And it's it's made me want to dig into issues that I would never have really necessarily before with much interest or even have certain attitudes that I'm not really sure will carry over. But like I said in the last segment, I don't want to see this. I don't want to see this crap on the streets of America. And I got it all over today. And I'll show you the videos. It's at universities. It's in downtowns. It's on the city streets. The centuries-old holy war from 7,000 miles away is now in our streets. And it's all by design. And it's all meant to destroy our constitutional republic. So I guess they couldn't get us to race war. They couldn't get us to do the identity politics and destroy us over our skin color. So, so now they're just, they're, they're just going with this old centuries-old holy war now is what we're going to have. And it's everywhere. But, you know, another thing hit me, too, and then I'm going to read this Theodore Roosevelt quote. Another thing hit me, too, and, you know, because, I mean, we all live in a bubble. That's okay to admit that. I live in a bubble of I consume six to ten hours of news and political media every day. I don't really get out much. And when I do and I, and I you know, associate with other people who don't live in my bubble, it you know, it, it helps me to get a better understanding of what other people are going through, or quite frankly, just the average American. 
And it's like this. You know, maybe there are solutions and we can use humor, but I'm playing basketball at the gym the other night. And it's usually about, it's usually mostly the same guys. And there's Jewish guys that play. And there's Muslim guys that play. There's Arab guys that play. There's Americans that play. There's Christians that play. There's black guys. There's Hispanics. There's white guys. And you know what? We all get along just fine. We all get along just fine and dandy. And you know what? Sometimes we joke about the political issues and we all have a good laugh. And that's what, that's what life is really like. That's what life is really like in America. That's what life is really like for the average American. They don't want to discriminate against you for your skin color. They don't want to discriminate against you for your religion. They just want to live their lives in peace and prosperity and, and just enjoy it together. That's, that's what it's really like. That's what 95% of people in this country, no matter what their race, religion, or background, that's how they want to live. But it's always the extremists, it's always the fanatics that have the loudest voice, and it's always that that gets the focus, including right here. I'm not saying I'm not above it, but you tune in for news, so I give you the news. And I'm going to show you how it's reaching our city streets, and this was my big fear, and I, and I said it since the beginning of the week. And, and notice, I, I'm, I'm really proud of what we've, what we've done here at InfoWars this week, and there's a lot of people that, that have been hating on us for years that had a big revelation that said, wow, maybe InfoWars is the, the, the good guys in all this. But I'm really proud of that because when Alex came on air in response to the latest conflict in the Middle East, what was his big angle? What was his big story? Hey, we need to be concerned about our open border. We need to be concerned about sleeper cells or other terrorists or other false flag attacks that are going to be sneaking into this country. 15 million illegal immigrants under Joe Biden, at least one and a half million that we have no tracking or tracing of. Guns being smuggled, everything else. Tens of thousands of people from the Middle East. And, and that was Alex's big angle. And now other people are picking up on it. And, and now the deep state is having to put out articles saying, oh, no, 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 don't worry about that. We got it all under control. The real threat is the Trump supporter with the American flag in his yard. The real threat is your grandma that voted for Donald Trump. The real threat is the talk show host that tried to stop people from going into the Capitol on January 6th and warned them it was a trap. Those are the real threats. There's no evidence that there's a threat because of the open border. <laughs> <laughs> ah, there's no threat ah. just oh, oh okay so that had the influence and then what was my big angle so alex's angle on this at the beginning of the week turned out to be the right angle and then what was my big angle that i didn't want this in the streets of america i didn't want this in our front yard in our backyard leave that over across the other side of the planet where it belongs and now what do we have it's right in our front yards it's right in our backyards all as intended. All as intended. And now you're not thinking about the open borders. And now you're not thinking about the Biden crime family. And now you're not thinking about the devastation to the economy. Now you're not thinking about how the government is stealing all of our money. Now you're, now you're all hyped up over the Holy War, centuries, years old. From the other side of the world. We weren't supposed to deal with this as an independent Christian nation. And now here we are. It's all over our streets. Here's the quote 
from Theodore Roosevelt. For an American citizen to vote as a German-American, an Irish-American, or an English-American, and you could expand on that in the modern-day lexicon. This was from 1915, Theodore Roosevelt, in his speech to the Knights of Columbus on hyphenated Americans. So, I mean, we, we could add to this now, but we'll just go directly from the speech. For an American citizen to vote as a German-American, an Irish-American, or an English-American is to be a traitor to American institutions And those hyphenated Americans who terrorize American politicians by threats of the foreign votes are engaged in treason to the American Republic. Now, that's really honing in, I think, on an issue of you're not a German-American or an African-American or this American or that American. You are an American. You're not a Jewish-American or a Muslim-American. You're an American. You are an American. And that in and of itself, that that hyphenated American, that in and of itself is a psyop against you and our country. And now it's all the rave because nobody wants to be a dirty American. So now what do you see? You see what you have in the streets of America today because of it. And it's not just the Palestine versus Israel stuff. It's the Black Lives Matter versus cops. It's the Antifa versus MAGA. It's all the divide and conquer. It's all of it. But because we don't make people assimilate to our culture and because we don't take pride in our independent nation as a Christian nation, all of this is now in our front yards. And again, I'm not somebody that's ever really had that approach to things. But but after seeing all this, I get it now. I really do. We should really we should really consider assimilation with immigration and take it a lot more seriously. Because look at what happens when we don't. And we should recognize all the psyops used against us, including hyphenated Americans. We're all Americans, and it's time for us to start taking pride in our Christian nation, no matter what race, color, or creed you are. Why do you think the globalists are desperately trying to censor everybody? Why are they attacking myself and Donald Trump and Elon Musk and everybody else? Because they can't get through this giant, megalomaniacal power grab if we're here exposing them. But we're not just exposing their operation. In my new book, we give you the solutions to build a new, better world an alternative to Klaus Schwab's You Will Eat the Bugs. This is the Great Awakening, the plan to defeat the globalist and launch the second great renaissance. It's a companion to my last book that was a number one worldwide bestseller. And this book is even thicker and even more powerful. Get your copy of The Great Awakening today at InfoWarsStore.com. Either signed as a fundraiser, and I thank you for the support, or unsigned. But whatever you do, take action now. We're fighting for you, but we can't keep on if you don't support us. So please, get the historic book now. Go now to InfoWarsStore.com and get The Great Awakening. The Great Awakening at InfoWarsStore. shadows one man brings the light the voice of resistance against the new world order exposing the puppet masters the antidote to the establishment's lies 
Welcome to the war room. Welcome to the war room. Welcome to the war room. Your host, Owen Schreier. Eleven days, T minus eleven days, till I become a speech prisoner of the Biden administration. Eleven days, folks. Eleven days. And actually, we'll have five more broadcasts. I'll be off this Sunday, taking some time to deal with some um, personal and legal stuff. And then uh, next week, because I normally host InfoWars Sunday Night Live, and then next week I'll be traveling, and so I'll be unable to host on Sunday or Monday, and then I turn myself in Tuesday. So uh, five transmissions left. This InfoWars War Room transmission, and then five more next week, and then I become a political prisoner. I become speech prisoner in Democrat-run America under the Biden regime. Pretty surreal, really. Pretty surreal to think. 11 days till I'm the speech prisoner of the Biden regime. Now, I do have another legal update I'm going to give you later on. But uh, you could probably get a good idea about it, considering I'm letting you know I'm turning myself in and nothing has changed there. But uh, we do have another legal update. I'll let you know. But hopefully the war room will still be here when I get back. And hopefully the war room will still be here while I'm incarcerated. And maybe you'll even be hearing from me while I'm behind bars. But that's another story for another day. So let's keep InfoWars on the air, ladies and gentlemen. And I think the best way to fund the transmission right now is to get the new book by Alex Jones. And you can get your signed copy for the collectors out there. You got your signed copy of The Great Reset by Alex Jones. Now you can get your signed copy of The Great Awakening by Alex Jones, defeating the globalists and launching the next great renaissance. So this is the latest and greatest book by Alex Jones, and you can get your signed copy exclusively. Get your signed copy exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com. And this is probably the best way to support the transmission right now is to get that signed copy. The proceeds of that will go towards keeping this show on the air and keeping this great crew employed as well. But, of course, we still have the supplements. Don't forget about all the great supplements at InfoWarsStore.com as well. And I am a product of the products at InfoWarsStore.com, so don't forget about those great supplements as well. In fact, guys, pull up the store for me. Uh, we've got the Flash Sale Brain Force Plus 60% off right now. Here you go. I've always got mine right here at the desk. Right here at the desk. So you can get yours, Brain Force Plus, 60% off right now at InfoWarsStore.com. All right, you know, I've got to be honest. I'm really trying to avoid all these videos I have of uh, this Israel versus Palestine conflict now hitting the streets of America, but it's here, and I've got all the evidence of it. But I'm really just trying to avoid it right now. I'm just so sick of it. And uh, really, we should be more concerned about the open border, and really we should be more concerned about what's going on as far as who's going to be the next Speaker of the House. Now, I got to tell you, we are we are farther along in our political victories for the heart and soul of America than I even anticipated, folks. And you heard it right here. 
I thought Steve Scalise would be able to get in. I thought there'd probably be some resistance and some struggle, but but I expected he'd probably eventually get in after maybe making some compromises. That fell apart quick. That fell apart quick. And so that and so we're even farther along in this, I thought. And and what Matt Gates did to oust Kevin McCarthy was even a greater victory than I thought. I thought it was like I mean, I, I don't know. I thought it was maybe a eighty yard completion down to the two yard line. I mean, now it looks like it might have been a 90-yard completion either down to the one-line, one-yard line or the half-inch line. Because now the message has been sent. And because you're emailing your local representatives and because you're calling your local representatives and they're hearing from you, now you've got at least a dozen or two dozen in the House that are like, oh, well, you know, uh, the American people are actually paying attention now. The voters are actually paying attention now, and they were happy with this McCarthy ouster, and uh, they didn't want Scalise, and here are the things they do care about, so if we don't give them that, uh, we're not really doing our jobs now. And so the message has been heard loud and clear. Now, as far as the standoff, is, here's, where the, here's where the standoff is as far as I've heard the latest. There is nobody who can get 217 votes. Nobody. And, you know, you'll hear people, and it's the same people, but you'll hear people saying how bad this is and, oh, this is bad for the Republican Party and bad for politics and bad for decorum. Uh, No, it's not, actually. It's good for all of that. It's good for the Republican Party. It's good that they're being forced to act in a way their voters want them to. It's good that we now have uh, enough of an anti-establishment wing of the Republican Party that they can influence the, the, the politics of D.C. and move the needle with policy. No, that's huge. Again, it was bigger than I thought. I thought the McCarthy speaker was kind of a good moment and we got to you know turn the corruption over as far as like the tables, turn the tables of corruption over in D.C. But no, now it's like we didn't just turn the tables over. Now we got our foot down on the table saying, uh-uh. So Scalise is done. He's out. Others have tried to get Kevin McCarthy to run again. He still won't do it. Jim Jordan doesn't want to be the speaker, but he, he seems to be the, the leading supporter, uh, the leading support getter as far as the public is concerned and other Republicans are concerned, but he doesn't want it. And apparently nobody has 217 votes because here's what you've got. And I'm against political purism, but... When it comes to certain issues, purism, stalling, corruption, I'm totally okay with. And so you've got Thomas Massey who's stalling this with certain things that he's got. You've got Matt Gates who's stalling this with certain things that he's got. You've got Marjorie Taylor Greene stalling this, Lauren Boebert, Byron Donalds. And, and they've all got their little things that they will not sacrifice. And, and that's a good thing. We don't need this unlimited spending in D.C. anymore. We don't need these omnibus bills. We don't need bills that are 500 pages long that you don't even get two hours to read before you vote on them. We don't need never-ending funding for war. We don't need any of this crap. And so I'm glad that there's conservatives that are saying, no, you know what, I'm not voting for anybody that doesn't stand with all of this. So don't so just ignore the voices that say this is bad. Ignore the voices that say this is bad for the Republican Party. It's the exact opposite. This is good for the Republican Party for multiple reasons. Because it shows that there are true conservatives in there now. And it shows that we really do have an influence in there now where we hadn't before.
So no, this is all good. This is all good. And the latest is, um, well, well, Thomas Massey put out the poll that got 120,000 votes. Who would you like to see as Speaker of the House? And it was Jim Jordan or Steve Scalise. Jim Jordan got 93% of the votes. Now, I'd like to see a follow-up poll, Jim Jordan versus anybody else, and maybe put four names in there, just to see what the American voter is thinking, what the Republican voter is thinking. Would Jim Jordan beat Matt Gates? Now, again, I would like Matt Gates, but the truth of the matter is Matt Gates doesn't have 20, 217 votes. He never would. So Matt Gates, even if he wanted to be Speaker, he would get your support, maybe my support. He would never get the support of the Republican Party. There's too many Republicans that hate him. So that's the issue, is you've got a, you've got a corrupt establishment Republican base in the House, and then you have an anti-establishment Republican base in the House, and neither one of them has enough votes to make anything move right now. I'm going to stick on this issue. I'm going to stick on this issue. I'm going to tell you the latest we have coming out of the House and uh, play some videos that we have on that as well. But right now, it's a stalemate. And that's a good thing. It's a good thing when you have corruption versus conservatism because usually corruption just runs us over. But now we got them in a stalemate, folks. Now we got them in check. The InfoWars Live Silver Bullet Colloidal Silver has finally returned. To celebrate this powerful product's long-awaited homecoming, we're slashing $10 off the asking price, passing the savings on to you. Silver Bullet is the answer to Alex's extensive search for a powerful colloidal silver product that utilizes high-quality processes that has applications for both preparedness and regular use. Concentrated to 30 parts per million in a pure base of deionized water, This survival silver is the perfect fit for you and your family's routine and emergency supply. Beloidal silver is an amazing natural product that can assist your body's many healing processes. Do a deep dive, research the possibilities of colloidal silver yourself, and don't miss out on this limited time offer of $10 off. Try InfoWars Life Silver Bullet Colloidal Silver today. Available right now at InfoWarsStore.com. Finally, Vitamin Mineral Fusion is back in stock and now available for 25% off at InfoWarsStore.com. This specially formulated drink mix gives your body the essential vitamins, minerals, amino acids, and other beneficial compounds that support optimum health. In a perfect world, our diets would include all of the necessary nutrients that we'd need daily. However, as the years go by, our food becomes more and more deficient in vitamins. Nearly two-thirds of the standard U.S. diet includes unhealthy fats and refined sugars that provide nothing but calories instead of the essential vitamins you need. Vitamin Mineral Fusion goes above and beyond the standard of vitamins and trace minerals. Our exclusive formula is loaded with 34 key ingredients, including vitamin C, E, D, B12, calcium, magnesium, zinc, selenium, L-glutamine, CoQ10, alpha-lipoic acid, folic acid riboflavin, and much more. Aside from InfoWars.com forward slash show.
Jim Jordan has now been nominated for the next House Speaker. Republicans have now nominated Jim Jordan. I'm not sure he has the votes on the floor. You need 217. There might be enough uh, establishment rhinos and Democrats in the Republican House that might try to keep him out, including the one that tried to stall him from getting the nomination. That was Austin Scott from Georgia. Boy, there's a lot of rhinos in Georgia. One of the reddest states in the union and, and somehow gets sabotaged by Republicans. It's amazing. That's why we call them rhinos. Republicans in name only. Really, they're Democrats. Really, they're liberals. Really, they're controlled opposition. GOP Representative Austin Scott files to be House Speaker to stop Jim Jordan, but he failed. Jim Jordan now gets the nominee. Now, again, I, uh, I'm i not sure he has the 217, but now he's one step closer to becoming House Speaker. Now, I know I would have more faith in Jim Jordan to do the will of the Republican voter than Kevin McCarthy, but that's like not even close. I definitely have more faith that Jim Jordan would do the will of the Republican voter than Steve Scalise. Would Jim Jordan subpoena Hunter Biden? Would Jim Jordan force a vote on single-line, single-issue voting and bills? Would Jim Jordan have a vote on congressional term limits? Now, he has not really been campaigning for the job, so he really hasn't had to make any of these promises. But this is the conversation that's going down behind closed doors. Um, And apparently, when they nominated Jim Jordan, there was a raucous applause that could be heard from outside of the room. So I think Jim Jordan does have the most support of anybody, but does he have 217 is the question. What promises will he have to make to obtain 217? I don't know if we'll have these answers by the end of the day, but we're going to be continuing to monitor this. Let's go to some quotes from the Capitol. Let's go here to Marjorie Taylor Greene on why she thinks Steve Scalise was not the right option in clip five. Real, this is the truth is when you're in a tight game and there's a lot of pressure happening, you don't put an injured player or a sick player on the field. That's not the right thing to do for that player, and it's not the right thing to do for the team. Um, and and Steve Scalise's district elected him, and if we elect a speaker, we elect a speaker, not his staff. And that's the reality, and I think that's very important. It's hard to talk about, but it's an important reality. Um, and I, you know, I say that as a person that am concerned about the president of the United States probably having dementia. I say that concerned about an 80-year-old Democrat leader in the Senate. I say that concerned about the Republican minority leader in the Senate that looks like he has many strokes on camera. I say that about any any office holder. They need to be at their best and they need to be at their strongest. And I say that in the greatest respect uh, for Steve Scalise. I want to see him beat cancer. Um, so Steve Scalise battling cancer, they kept that kind of on the down low. Um, Jamie Raskin wore it loud and proud. Steve Scalise didn't really talk about it. But, you know, Steve Scalise was the man that, that, that a Democrat tried to murder. Let's uh, let's really amplify that because the liberal media doesn't want you to know about June 14th, 2017, when there was attempted mass murder by a Democrat 
Steve Scalise got shot in that attempted mass shooting. Uh, I mean, look, every American has a Second Amendment right. I, I really believe that. I mean, I don't know if I would say I'm a Second Amendment absolutist, but I'm like 99.9%. I mean, I don't like any of these anti-Second Amendment laws. But really, if if you wanted to stop gun violence, just make sure Democrats and liberals don't have guns, and you'd probably cut out about 95% of gun violence. But that's another thing altogether. Speaking of Biden, he's had himself a day. Now, I don't want to play him fumbling and bumbling around in Philadelphia today in his speech, but he almost fell over twice. He almost fell over twice when trying to take the stage. Yeah, yeah. Here it is, guys. Here's Joe Biden uh, taking the stage. I've got so many damn video clips today, I can't even find it on my list. Uh, but but yeah, there you go. Let's show uh, let's show Joe Biden here, guys. Go ahead, go to uh, Biden falling off the stage here. Yeah, there he is. Uh, trip one. Oh, and then trip two. Oh oh oh. Uh, what are these things? Steps. Oh ha ha ha. Woo-hoo. It's funny. It's funny. Now, before he took off for Philadelphia, remember when Donald Trump would board Marine One, he would walk over to the press. He would take questions for five to ten minutes. Then he would walk on to Marine One. He would salute and then get on. Joe Biden doesn't do either of those things. Doesn't take questions from the press and doesn't salute. Here's the video evidence. Mr. President. Mr. President, did you talk to the families of the hostages? Can you tell us about your conversation with the families, Mr. President? Mr. President, your conversation with the families. Stiff-legged Joe can barely walk. Experts say this is signs of Parkinson's or dementia. That awkward stiff-legged walk. Just struggling to balance. And you can tell he's not well. He has no swag. Looks like Frankenstein. And then he's going to board without even saluting. Because he doesn't give a damn. He can't be asked to lift his arm to salute. He thinks veterans, he thinks active duty are stupid. Remember, he even said that in a speech, and they let him get away with it because the liberal media covers it all up, just like always. Now, so Biden does go to the event in Philadelphia, and guys, Pull up the story, or you can pull up some of these images. We, we showed it right there on the state uh, on the screen. Nobody showed up. Very lightly attended event there. Here's a headline from the Gateway Pundit. 81 million vote recipient Joe Biden to speak to paltry crowd at Tiaga Marine Terminal in Philly. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, it had about 200 people there, maybe? Mm-hmm. 81 million votes, but... Um, Nobody shows up for his rallies. There's no excitement. There's no fanfare. And they make sure to keep the crowds far, far away from Joe because you can't see how sickly he looks. But but there you go. There's some screenshots. I mean, folks, 200 people attended this thing, max. 200 people. No lines out the door. No fanfare. No no millions tuning into the speech on the live stream. No, no hour-plus-long rally campaign speech. That all happens for Donald Trump. 
Donald Trump gets 10 plus thousand at every event. Donald Trump has people lined outside the door for hours, sometimes even before sunrise for his events. Donald Trump speaks for an hour or longer. Joe Biden checks none of those boxes. And it's this whole new thing we see with propaganda. Don't believe your lying eyes. We said Joe Biden is more popular than Trump. We said Joe Biden got 81 million votes. And look at the Secret Service. They almost had to rush the stage because they thought Joe Biden was going to fall over. Notice in the background, Secret Service sees him fall and then is like, oh, do we need to go pick him up? Okay, he's okay. They thought he was about to croak. But yeah, he, he, got, he got 200 people at his, his rally today. And uh, he got 81 million votes, though. He's more popular. He got more votes than uh, Donald Trump, no doubt. No doubt. Don't believe your own lying eyes. Donald Trump gets 10,000 plus in an event. Joe Biden can barely get 10. And then did you hear this latest? I mean, how do you even explain this? Biden regime is forcing Americans trapped in Israel to sign promissory notes to pay, to pay all travel costs if they decide to be rescued by U.S. government. You have to pay the Biden administration to come rescue you. Florida Representative Corey Mills went over there and has rescued dozens of people. Do you think he's going to send him an invoice? Do you think he's going to send them the check for that? No, of course he's not. He did it because he's a great American. Joe Biden is not. I mean, talk about adding insult to injury. First, Joe Biden doesn't contact any of the family members that died in Israel. Then Joe Biden doesn't even send any help to any of the people trapped over there. Then he says, hey, fine, we'll consider helping you, but you're going to have to pay for it. This guy hates your guts. And then he fumbled and bumbled through his speech with uh, less than two people less than 200 people there it's bidenomics though yeah bidenomics what is bidenomics uh the economy is completely tanking and nobody can afford anything anymore and that's what he's running on but it's all a joke because he's not he's probably not going to make it to the finish line last year we put this book out the great reset in the war for the world it became a number one national bestseller Now we've put part two out and it's even thicker and more powerful. The Great Awakening, the plan to defeat the globalists and launch the second great renaissance. This is such a powerful book. It covers all the globalist plans, the latest developments, how to stop them, and then gives an alternate plan of a society we could build together. That's why it's The Great Awakening. The Great Awakening is happening right now. You can get signed or unsigned copies of the book at InfoWarsStore.com. This is a historic book. I want to thank you all for your support. This is next level information, and it's a great way to not just support the broadcast, but inform yourself of the next level and share the book with friends and family. So whether you want one copy or multiple copies, go now to InfoWarsStore.com and get The Great Awakening. This is going to go. Thorn in the side of the deep state. Here comes Owen Schroyer. Smash it! All the pieces. I'm 
talking about the pyramid of power and corruption that keeps us enslaved as citizens of planet Earth. All right, by the way, um, I could play these videos all day long, but uh, here's how Bidenomics is looking for the average American in clip 26. We literally are starving. We can't afford milk. We can't afford eggs. We can't afford our rent. We can't afford our prescriptions. We can't afford insulin. We can't afford health care. We can't afford our education. It's just so frustrating that we did everything they told us to do. We went to school. We got educated. We worked hard. We did everything they told us to do. And then when we're actually out in the world, they want to charge us $1,800 for a one-bedroom apartment. That really ain't shit. And then when they talk about, oh, the future is going to be great for you, you just got to work hard and stay down. How? A lot of people don't have savings. They're spending it all on basic shit, like housing and groceries. And what scares me the most is that more and more people are becoming aware of how fucked it is. And all we do, we record a video, we post it on TikTok, we post it on Instagram, we post it on social media. And then we say, well, I've done my part. And we close out the app and then we go about our day. That doesn't fix anything. Telling you, these videos are everywhere. All the time. It's a trend even on, on social media, on, on TikTok specifically. People are just saying, I, I, don't, I, I literally have no money. And but see, you have to understand how this is all being run. I, I, I don't know what the larger plan for the Democrat Party is at this point. I, I think it's pretty obvious that Obama has some influence. If not, he's the most influential in Democrat Party politics behind the scenes. I mean, he's, he's pretty much admitted that, as did Joe Biden many times. Joe Biden has admitted that he doesn't really run anything. He's admitted that during press conferences as the president, Joe Biden, has said that. Obama said before he left, he said, you know, I should be president, but, you know, I can't run again. But behind the scenes, I could just pull the strings and nobody would know it. I think Obama is responsible for our foreign policy that's been a disaster. And, but think about it like this, because if the Democrats really wanted Joe Biden to be president again, they wouldn't have him running on Bidenomics. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. The economy is Biden's weakest point. And everybody knows it. The average liberal Democrat out there, the average progressive in a major city, they're struggling financially. And when Joe Biden comes out and says it's the greatest economy ever and then campaigns with Bidenomics behind it, Joe Biden is being set up for failure. Now, again, I'm with you with the notion of, hey, but he's the perfect candidate. He doesn't actually run anything. But also, why would they be setting him up for failure campaigning on the economy that's obviously been a disaster for the majority of Americans. I mean, even Trump haters have to admit that the economy was much better when Trump was president. That's no secret. So why do they run Joe Biden and put Bidenomics behind him when everybody knows it's struggling? Because they probably are planning on getting Biden out of the equation. Is it Michelle Obama? Is it Gavin Newsom? Is it somebody else? I don't know. It just feels like when everybody knows the economy is a disaster right now, and the compare and contrast between the Trump economy and the Biden economy couldn't be more stark, then why would they sit here and tout the economy as Biden's strong point unless they were setting him up for failure? And of course, he wouldn't know any better. The guy can barely even walk up steps. 
But there you go. There's your uh, Biden economy that he says is doing so great that he's campaigning on to an audience of 200. You know, Vivek Ramaswamy now draws bigger crowds than Joe Biden. Maybe we'll talk about that on the other side. They still don't understand that what we do here is real. And that's why the government says, oh, Owen Schroyer isn't a journalist. He's a conspiracy theorist. Oh, I'm a conspiracy theorist, huh? I told you they would gag Donald Trump over a week ago. Here's the filing. You think this is a game? You think Owen Schroyer's a conspiracy theorist? Sometimes there's a man, a man who must stand for what's right, a man who must stand for the truth. That man is Owen Schroyer. It's the InfoWars War Room. Here's your host, Owen Schroyer. By the way, you know, uh, next year's news today, next month's news today, right here in the InfoWars War Room. I told you to keep your eye on Vivek while he was pulling at zero and nobody was taking him seriously. Now I think it's fair to say he is the number two in the race for the Republican nominee. I mean, Trump is still, you know, 10 laps ahead of him or whatever. But Vivek is clearly number two now. It's, it's really not even close. And it might not be totally reflected in the polls, but... You know, I don't I don't think that we can completely ignore campaign event and event turnout. Vivek has much bigger turnout than DeSantis now. He's getting like double, quadruple the numbers at events that DeSantis has. I, I think that's the most realistic polling you're going to get, quite frankly. I think polling is, if not completely rigged, an inaccurate depiction most of the time, if not just propaganda. But rally turnout event turnout well you can't really fake that can you well i guess you can democrats pay people to attend their events but i guess that's a different story so vivek announced an event at ut and it was less than 24 hours that he announced this event and he had more than 1200 people show up guys just just b-roll me clip eight here I mean, he, he had an auditorium. He had the biggest auditorium at UT completely filled, and it was out the door. Now, look, I told you this since day one. Vivek Ramaswamy's campaign is the most important campaign right now in the Republican Party. I mean, really, it's even more important than Donald Trump's, I would say. Trump is already 10 laps ahead. Trump is already polling 60 70% against the entire field, every poll. It's not even close. Trump, Trump's still getting the same numbers at his rallies. People line out the door. You know it. But, but here's, why, here's why the Vivek Ramaswamy campaign is so important. Guys, just, just put the B-roll on the screen again so I can show you this. Vivek Ramaswamy is resonating with young people like no other Republican has before. This is a college-university crowd. You normally do not see this type of stuff for Republican candidates. This is always liberal Democrat candidates that get this type of crowds. Like Andrew Yang types, Ying Yang. He's gone, he's out, he's irrelevant. Now it's Vivek Ramaswamy, and he's not irrelevant. He's not going to be gone. He has staying power. Andrew Yang had no staying power. Vivek Ramaswamy has staying power. So when I look at that crowd, oh, and, and you know, maybe I should point this out too. They say demographics is destiny. Folks, that is a 
if you're a white individual in, in that crowd, you're in the minority. This is a crowd of, of non-white people. You can just look at the video for yourself. So this is changing everything. Vivek's campaign is changing everything. It's going to bring over young voters to the Republican ticket like never before, whether he gets the nomination or anything else. It's not even going to matter because they're going to hear Republican values. He's going to promote Republican values. And quite frankly, he's going to end up promoting Donald Trump. So when I see Vivek Ramaswamy getting the biggest crowds at a college that I've seen any Republican get, when I see Vivek Ramaswamy putting a thousand non-white college voters filling a college auditorium, something I've never seen before from a Republican, that is important. That is very important. And that's why the Democrats hate him so much. And maybe that's why Sean Hannity hates him so much too. Or or maybe that's because of the Israeli thing and he's just trying to have a common sense approach to it. But um, I, I guess I could play these clips. It's interesting enough. So... Hannity is attacking Vivek. Vivek gives him some time for an interview. And it was always a setup. I, I could tell it from the very moment he went on that the whole thing was a setup. But uh, Sean Hannity basically sets him up and then cuts him off and then insults him. And so uh, here's that clip in clip seven. Where if your campaign is principally being run by super PACs, people who can give unlimited amounts of money to your campaign... I don't think that befits the Republican Party. I think we need to be better than that. So, I Sean, actually, you and I may have a I different view on have that. A different but view. my view is, if you're making money off your time in government, then I don't think you're fit to be president of the United States. Well, More importantly, people, though, uh, what's our policy? Stand with our allies while avoiding World War III. And that's where I'm at. A lot of people don't think you're qualified because you weren't even a Republican or voting Republican until, what, 2020? Well, Sean, when I, did I think you first it depends on what your objectives with this interview are. I voted Libertarian in my first election. I voted Republican in 2020. You're right. I'm not a partisan hack. I come in from the outside. I'll forgive you for your screw I'm an independent-minded patriot who speaks the truth. It sounds to me like you just want to jump from the the private sector yourself, where you made a lot of money. By the way, I applaud capitalism. I applaud successful people. Sean, I applaud you for being so transparent about your objectives. I actually think that people working in (laughs) the defense of our country, in the defense industry, are playing a vital role role for the cause of freedom. So I don't really call it a corrupting Pause it influence. Right there. Suggest- Pause it right there and rewind it. Boy, oh boy. Would you like to know, would you like to see Sean Hannity's stock portfolio? Would you like to see Sean Hannity's stock portfolio? I'd be willing to make a significant bet that Sean Hannity has stock in weapons manufacturers and defense contractors. Just, I don't know. You know, maybe that's why he's so pro-war. Maybe that's why he's on the air praising them now. You know, you can be damn well guaranteed of one thing right here at InfoWars. Nobody here is relying on their income to come from the stock market, to come from weapons contractors, defense contractors, or war in general. Nobody here. Never will be the case right here. Not sure Sean Hannity could say the same thing. But play that again and listen to that. Do you think Sean Hannity's stock portfolio includes any defense contractors or weapons manufacturers when you hear this? 
want to jump from the from the private sector yourself, where you made a lot of money. By the way, I applaud capitalism. I applaud successful people. Sean, I, I applaud actually you for being think so transparent I actually about think your that people work in in the defense this of is, our country and the defense industry are playing a vital role for the role, role for the cause of freedom. So I don't really call yeah, it a corrupting influence or suggest that somehow that's a corrupting influence. I actually like the experience so that goes along that with working for actually defense contractors. But I've got to listen. One of the things I loved about that interview with Tucker, one of the things I loved about that interview with Tucker was we were actually able to have a thoughtful conversation and go deep into issues rather than this kind of of political gotcha. The point is this. You you, you go on these interviews. Yeah, I I, I have nothing but nice things to say. But here's your problem. You go on these shows, people quote your exact words and you deny your own words. And I'm saying if you're going to be a Sean, presidential candidate and you're going to spend, you, I'm going to give you your exact words. Either you're the own ones, it Sean, you have been sitting here for years talking about the fake news media. Did you play this you have all been, the Sean, time? This is, I'm enjoying this. You have been laughing about the fake news media how many times for the last several years, and now you're buying the mainstream media narrative when you know Excuse how corrupt me. it is. I am this following is a corrupt you. I am quoting your exact words. Are a problem. Did I not quote your exact words? About Azerbaijan did I, and did Armenia. I, did I or did I not quote your exact words? Did about I quote Azerbaijan your exact words? And Armenia. Who's that Absolutely. yelling in the background at Hannity show? Yes, I've got time to go. About a Thank different you. topic, Azerbaijan, where people should actually get well, you should, their own information rather than filter will, through centralized media. I think it's asinine to think somebody that worked in the defense industry should not be qualified to be president. I think people that never held public office, like you, maybe should, they're not qualified to be president. Anyway, That's funny, we'll come back. Sean, we'll because uh, State I'm trying to Forbes. think here. Um, hmm. Who's somebody that never held public office that, uh, I guess, by Hannity's logic, wouldn't be qualified to be president? I'm thinking there was one uh, there was one man who Hannity loves to suck him off every time he gives him airtime. There, there was one man, though, right? That, that, there was this one guy who never held public office that Sean would suck off every time. Oh, that's right. Donald Trump. Oh, the greatest president of our lifetime. Nice one, Sean. You fumbled the ball. Sean Warhawk Hannity showing his true colors. Thank you, Vivek, for showing that. Why do you think the globalists are desperately trying to censor everybody? Why are they attacking myself and Donald Trump and Elon Musk and everybody else? Because they can't get through this giant megalomaniacal power grab if we're here exposing them. But we're not just exposing their operation. In my new book, we give you the solutions to build a new, better world, an alternative to Klaus Schwab's You Will Eat the Bugs. This is the Great Awakening, the plan to defeat the globalist and launch the second great renaissance. It's a companion to my last book that was a number one worldwide bestseller. And this book is even thicker and even more powerful. Get your copy of The Great Awakening today at InfoWarsStore.com. Either signed as a fundraiser, and I thank you for the support, or unsigned. But whatever you do, take action now. We're fighting for you, but we can't keep on if you don't support us. So please, get the historic book now. Go now to InfoWarsStore.com and get The Great Awakening. The Great Awakening at InfoWarsStore. The satanic New World Order is betting against humanity. They're betting on our weakness. They believe they can destabilize civilization and bring us down into the ashes of history. But the trap they've laid for us will be their destruction, not ours. If we trust in God and if we are valiant and have courage to speak the truth and not comply and engage in civil disobedience and not join the masses who have decided that they are the scum of the earth, 
because of China that they will join with this soulless corporate system. As for InfoWars, we are going to steadfastly continue to fight in the information war with our weapon, the truth, against the enemies of humanity. And we put our faith, and we put our trust, and we put our destiny in the hands of God. Because it's been said a trillion times, if God be with us, who can be against us? If you ask them, do you think somebody that's invested in the defense contractors and weapons manufacturers or has been invested, do you think that they should be present? I bet you 90% of Americans would say, no, I don't think that's a good idea. Conservatives or liberals. Not Hannity, though. He'd fall in the other 10%. He loves them. And so Nikki Haley is the perfect example. And um, she loves war. And uh, she's a Israel firster. Now, Vivek Ramaswamy, he got cut off there by Hannity. Now, it was so funny. When I was monitoring this, I knew the whole thing was going to be a setup from the very get-go. I knew it. And of course it was. And uh, Hannity really embarrasses himself in that interview. But nonetheless, most are, um, most are sycophants and fanatics. And so, uh, you, know, you know, Hannity is arguably the most listened to radio talk show host. I don't know if he has the highest ratings on TV once once, uh, Tucker was let go. But um, do you think Hannity's influence on conservative politics and Republican Party policy has been good or bad? I'd say bad, personally. That's just me. I'd say bad. In fact, I think it's people like Sean Hannity that makes Americans never want to vote Republican. But I'll tell you what. Sean Hannity's not going to be on air forever. And I think we have a new crop of Republican influencers and conservative talk show hosts that aren't going to sell out their audience and aren't going to invest in industries and corporations that sell themselves out and then just become whores worth hundreds of millions of dollars, tricking their audience into thinking they're true stalwart conservatives. And then sucking off anybody that will give him an interview. But I, let me just stop. Vivek Ramaswamy, after he was cut off by Hannity, uh, had to issue a statement through his Twitter account. He says, it's pretty simple. Support Israel's right to self-defense. Avoid World War III. If you're Nikki Haley, whose family has made millions post-UN through military contracting, Boeing's board, and collecting corporate stock options while running for president and has systematically monetized her time in government, you're not the right choice for America today. The fact that Hannity was so adamant against me is revealing. Indeed. Indeed. You know, in a way, Ramaswamy is like Trump light because, you know, one of the greatest things about Trump and his campaign was he revealed the fake news and he revealed many of the hacks and the fake conservatives and the rhinos. And, and Ramaswamy is kind of just coming around and, and picking up the pieces, We deserve a better conservative influencer. 
we deserve a better Republican Party influencer. We deserve conservative voices that aren't pro-war because that's not conservative. We deserve conservative voices that aren't sold out and bought off because that's not conservative. And there's another example of one right there. Right there. There's plenty of them out there. We know who they are. And they tend to reveal themselves. Don't they? But see, thanks to Vivek now, we have a younger generation of Americans that aren't going to look at Republicans as war hawk, sold out, rich, only concerned about their own stock portfolio representation. And that's big. I'm telling you, that is bigger than folks realize. Because honestly, the, the reason why a lot of people become liberals, the reason why a lot of people will never vote Republican is because of people like Sean Hannity and because of people like Nikki Haley. Because they look at these hacks as warmongering sellouts. That's not a conservative. That's a neocon. But now with Donald Trump, now with Vivek Ramaswamy, now with some other conservative voices rising up, we can change that image and we can change that mentality. That's big. That's big. Matt Gates, one of them as well. I'm telling you, this Matt Gates flipping over the tables of the conservative establishment, I thought it was just a table flip and they'd be able to flip it back and kind of get things back in order. No, the, our foot is still on the table. And, and we're finding out, hey, there's some real anti-establishment Democrats out there that are looking for real reform as well, like Ro Khanna. He puts this statement out, Democrat Ro Khanna, California. Members of Congress can't do our job representing the people if we're worried about how it will impact our future employment. Currently, 468 former members are registered lobbyists. It's time to ban members of Congress from lobbying for life. Matt Gates, I 100% agree. That's the kind of bipartisanship we need right there. That's the kind of anti-establishment politics that the left and the right can get involved in together. But, But notice how little agreement there are on issues like that. Because most people get into politics for the wrong reasons... Most people get into politics and they just see money flashing in front of their eyes. And they want to become lobbyists afterwards. They get promises. They cut backroom deals. It's time to put an end to this. This is the old politician. This is the old guard establishment, D.C. The table's been flipped over and our foot is still on it and they can't get it back up. And, and I don't know if Jim Jordan represents the foot staying on there or what, but the fact that we still don't have a speaker represents the fact that the table still has not been flipped back up. Which I think is a good thing. But Sean Hannity, you should, nobody should be qualified for president that was in the private sector and never held public office. Yeah, except uh, every time Donald Trump gives you airtime, you can't open your mouth fast enough and start sucking. Excuse me for the younger audience, but uh, I mean, let's just call it what it is. All right. All right. I'm still trying to avoid this whole mess in the Middle East, as you can tell. I I do have the news in front of me. I I don't know if I can even go down it. But it's in our streets now, and now there's fighting in New York City because uh, radical 
pro-Palestine protesters are getting out of control in the streets. A couple got arrested, and then mobs were formed against the police. So, so th- this is just, you know, boy, oh boy, I just, I've, I've had to, I've had to live through this so much. So. I've now been proven right about what was going to happen and how this holy war, centuries old, in the Middle East is now in our streets. And so, okay, we were next year's next week's news today on that. I pray to God Alex Jones is wrong, but his warning about sleeper cells getting into the country for more terror events or false flag events or for more police state lockdowns and what have you. And that was the whole agenda of the open border. I hope he's wrong about that. But um, is he usually wrong about that stuff? No. And in fact, they're so panicked that Alex's message, even though he was not even in studio till today this week, the deep state is putting out messages like this. Conservative social media influencers, they mean Alex Jones, but it's not just Alex Jones. It's, it's Dan Bongino and others have shared speculation with no evidence that attacks in Israel would soon be followed by similar attacks in the U.S. The FBI says it has no information indicating a credible terrorist threat against the U.S. Great. Well, that's because they're looking at people that are Americans. Where were you when humanity was fighting for its life? Where were you when the globalists were caught trafficking millions of children for sex slavery worldwide? Where were you when the New World Order was starting World War III with Russia? Well, I know where you are. You're watching and listening to InfoWars.com right now, and I salute you and thank you. And I want to encourage all of you who've been in this fight so long to realize we've reached the critical juncture in the battle now. And a key tool in that fight is the Great Awakening, defeating the globalists and launching the next great renaissance. This is my second book, part two of The Great Reset and the War for the World. It's a longer book, a quite frankly more powerful book. And just like the last book went to number one, it is up to you to send it to number one right now. This is a cultural fight against the globalists, and it funds the Info War. Get signed or unsigned copies of The Great Awakening right now at InfoWarsStore.com. I want to thank you all for your support. This is a book everybody needs. Get your copy of The Great Awakening right now. InfoWars.com forward slash show. All right, we got some updates now. It looks like Jim Jordan gaining momentum. And Austin Scott, who once tried to stonewall his nomination, is now saying he'll vote for Jim Jordan. So I don't know if we're going to get the vote by the end of the night, but I would say the odds of that just went up. I would say the odds of that just went up. But but imagine, imagine to pick it up where we left off with the FBI, no credible threat. Uh, imagine the FBI that's tuned in right now. Everybody wave and say hello to the FBI. Hi, guys. Hi, FBI. Uh, yeah, I, I'm the threat, but you know I'm not. You, you know I'm not. I have no violent history. You know I'm not a violent criminal. You know I don't do anything illegal and that I'm being politically persecuted. You all know that. But then imagine, you say, so you know there's no credible threat here. In other words, you know there's no credible threat here. But you say, oh, there's no credible threat at the border, but the American patriot that has no criminal violent history, that's the threat. Oh, you're right. Yeah, okay. Um, 
15 million illegal immigrants, at least one and a half million that we have no record of, no tracking, no tracing, no nothing. But you know that's no credible threat, don't you? Oh, you've just got Islamic leaders calling for a day of global jihad. I've got people in the streets of New York. I've got people at universities, Michigan, everywhere, calling for a global day of jihad, saying they're going to convert all people. They're already committing acts of violence now. Oh, but there's no credible threat there. What happened on 9-11? Were we lied to about 9-11 or was that radical Islamic terror threat? Oh, no credible threats of violence. Oh, there they are. Just imagine that. So is that like a joke that they released that statement? Or do they realize now that the the conservative listening audience is so large now and that conservative talk show hosts are so influential now that the FBI that tunes in every day has to issue responsive statements? Imagine. Alex Jones says, hey... We need to be careful. We have an open border. They could be bringing in sleeper cells and have another 9-11 style event. And the FBI says, no, no, that's not happening. No credible threat. What, are you wiping your hands of the blame because you already know something is coming? Or are you just lying? I hope the... uh, (laughs) Who do you think is right? Who would you bet on being right? The FBI or Alex Jones? Man. Man. When you think about it like that, it doesn't look good, does it? Who do you think is right about a potential credible threat? The FBI or Alex Jones? One and a half million illegal immigrant border crossers, but they can certainly say that that's no threat. But your grandma that's in Washington, D.C. with an American flag, she's the threat. Imagine being that corrupted. Wow. But they are. But they are. And I am now 11 days away, 11 days away from being incarcerated. I'll tell you what. I'm going to give my legal update. I'll, I'll tell you the latest. It's uh, there's a, there's a bit of a legal update on this situation. I'll give it to you in the next segment. Pretty surreal. Pretty surreal. Pretty surreal. You got people in the streets of America calling for jihad, and the FBI says no credible threat, but. Schroyer, two months in jail. Wow. Just, I mean, what is this? Masked cartel hitmen armed with rifles announced purge in shocking video. Did the feds not see this? Hey, FBI, uh, maybe you guys weren't aware of this. So uh, should we scoop the feds? Maybe you guys, I, I know you've been watching my show every day, so I guess this is the only way I can inform you on this stuff. Otherwise, you have no idea what's going on. You're busy listening to InfoWars every day and Kyle Serafin and Dan Bongino. And, but, oh, armed cartel hitmen in Mexico released a shocking video threatening to conduct a purge of residents living in several towns, including many near Mexico City. But, but I'm sure with the open border and the cartels running it, I'm sure that there's no credible threat here. Right, guys? 
You guys were aware of that, weren't you? The FBI has no specific incredible intelligence indicating a threat to the United States coming from Hamas or radical Islam. I mean, it's just, it's such inversion. I I, I can't even, I'm, I'm just stunned. You go after grandmas that wave an American flag in Washington, D.C. You go after journalists that chant USA in Washington, D.C. And you say that's a credible threat. But radical Islamicists that call for a global day of jihad, that's not a credible threat. What happened on 9-11? Did the FBI lie to us about that? Was that not radical Islamic terror? Because I'm just a little confused. I'm just a little confused at how the biggest terror attack in the history of this country, which you claim was from radical Islamic terror, and then radical Islam calls for a global day of jihad, and you say there's no credible threat, but the Trump supporter who has no violent record and loves our country, that's the credible threat. That's our FBI. Vivek Ramaswamy calls to abolish it. And by the way, so do FBI whistleblowers and former members of the FBI. And after I interviewed after I interviewed Kyle Serafin the other day on the Alex Jones show, that was Wednesday. I had multiple. I don't even know if I should put them on the spot because they don't want to. But I mean, folks, let's just say people at the FBI know how corrupt it is. Okay. And they know I'm being politically persecuted. And they know that the FBI targeting Trump supporters is total inversion of reality. And, (laughs) you know, let's just say the good guys in the FBI celebrate me, okay? I'm going to leave it at that. Now, I turned myself into jail as a speech prisoner in the United States of America in 11 days, if you can even believe that surrealness. So, I mean, geez, I guess we could count it down by hours. Now, I do have a legal update I'll give you um, in the next segment. And uh, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll delve into some other things that you, you might want to know in during my incarceration. I plan on doing most of that next week, though, as far as how you can get in touch with me, stay in touch with me, uh, contact me or mail me stuff or, or uh, donate to my commissary, uh, commissary. But I hope when I serve my time and I get out, it's Christmas Eve. I hope that this show is still on the air. I hope that I can come right back to this news desk with this microphone and this crew in this studio and host this show when my time for being a political prisoner and a speech prisoner is up. But that's up to you. That's up to you shopping at InfoWarsStore.com. The best way to support us right now would be to get Alex's new book, The Signed Copy, It's basically like a donor drive. You can just get the book itself, and that helps fund the operation as well. But the signed copy really, really helps to fund everything. And you can exclusively get the signed copy of Alex's new book, The Great Awakening, Defeating the Globalist and Launching the Next Great Renaissance, exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com, the signed copy. And so if you're a collector out there, you want to add to your collection? You got the Great Reset by Alex Jones and your signed copy. Now get the Great Awakening by the Great Awakening by Alex Jones and your signed copy. That's the best way to support the transmission right now. Don't forget about the great products at InfoWarsStore.com, like Brain Force Plus, sixty percent off 
60% off BrainForce Plus right now at InfoWarsStore.com. By the way, we're running low on the Real Red Pill Plus, and we're running low on DNA Force Plus right now at InfoWarsStore.com. So you may want to take advantage of those sales before we run out of supply on that as well. All right, when we come back from this break, I'm going to give a brief legal update uh, in regards to my political incarceration, and then we'll get into the rest of the news as well. Last year, we put this book out, The Great Reset and the War for the World. It became a number one national bestseller. Now we've put part two out, and it's even thicker and more powerful. The Great Awakening, the plan to defeat the globalists and launch the second great renaissance. This is such a powerful book. It covers all the globalist plans, the latest developments, how to stop them, and then gives an alternate plan of the society we could build together. That's why it's The Great Awakening. The Great Awakening is happening right now. You can get signed or unsigned copies of the book at InfoWarsStore.com. This is a historic book. I want to thank you all for your support. This is next level information, and it's a great way to not just support the broadcast, but inform yourself of the next level and share the book with friends and family. So whether you want one copy or multiple copies, go now to InfoWarsStore.com and get The Great Awakening. This is going to go to number one. I want to thank you for your support. It's a powerful book. Get yours now. I'm a humble person, and I want to say that I'm just a man, but I'm not just a man. Just like you, no matter what color you are, whether you're a man or a woman, you were made by the creator of the universe who had a plan for you, who has a destiny for you. That's why the system hates you and fears you, and that's why they hate me. It's because the spirit I carry is one of justice and truth and courage and honor and will and love. My friends, the enemy's coming after me. Not because I'm a loser, but because I'm a winner. They're coming after you, not because you're a bad person, because you're a good person. Because you love God and God loves you. And so I signed up for this. I signed up for this fight. And I'm not a victim. I'm an overcomer. But I can't fight this fight without you. That's why I want you always to remember that I appreciate you and I thank you. Because InfoWars is your fight. InfoWars is your baby. It's the thing you built. We did this together. So God bless you all. Let's keep fighting. Infowars.com forward slash show. puts out a statement. Jim Jordan just won the GOP conference nomination for Speaker of the House. He received 152 votes to 55 on the secret ballot, but he will need 217 votes on the floor of the House next week. So they are going to vote next week. Please encourage your congressmen to vote for Jim Jordan. If Thomas Massey is behind it, I think I can support it too. So uh, if you think Jim Jordan is the best option, I would suggest now is the time to email and contact your local representative and tell them to vote for Jim Jordan. 
And if you need any more proof that Jim Jordan is a good guy to get behind right now, Adam Kinzinger is against him. So Adam Kinzinger, who put Slava Ukrani in his uh, in his name now, that's now his official name on Twitter is Slava Ukrani. So that just tells you where he stands. But uh, if Adam Kinzinger is against Jim Jordan, then that makes me even more for Jim Jordan. So uh, there you go, the latest on that. Now, uh, I did have a development in my uh, legal status today. Now, as you know, no matter what happens as far as my destiny is um, with incarceration, as I am now 11 days away from being a speech prisoner in the United States of America, I am now 11 days away from being a political prisoner of the Biden administration, we have been in the appeals process. And today, the judge, Judge Kelly, rejected our appeal. So he will not be hearing our appeal. Now, the next move is we appeal to the appellate court. And so my uh, lawyer is now filing an appeal at the appellate court. That's the next level that this goes to. The odds that this appeal will be heard before I have to turn in are, are slim to none. And usually this is a long process. So that could that could be a process that goes on for months, even up to a year. Now, because of your continued support with my legal fund and your continued support here at InfoWars, um, I'm going to continue in this legal fight. And so we will be appealing at the appellate level. If we don't have our victory there, it will go to the Supreme Court. So whatever my destiny ends up being at this point, we have now we have the exact countdown. 10 days, 19 hours. In fact, guys, here, let's actually let's actually get it really to a T. And I'm going to give more details on this next week, but uh, plug it in for two o'clock, two o'clock on Monday, the 24th, excuse me, Tuesday, the 24th. That is that is the official that is the official date and time is two o'clock p.m. And I'm pretty sure that we'll be on the uh, central time zone where I'm going, but um We'll, we'll double check that, but I'm pretty sure it's two o'clock central on October 24th. So ten days and twenty uh, some odd hours away. But uh, it will now go to the appellate court. But it, it looks like at this time there's there's probably zero percent chance that I'm not going to be incarcerated, and so I will be a speech prisoner in America. I will be a political prisoner of the Biden regime, and they're going to hold me through Thanksgiving. They're going to hold me through Christmas, and then apparently. Let me out on Christmas Eve. So I'm going to have more details on all of that. I know there's a lot of questions. I'm even going to do a specific broadcast on my Rumble channel, rumble.com slash Owen, where I'm just going to open up phone lines and you can ask me any questions about the legal stuff. But because of your continued support in my legal defense, this will go to the Supreme Court no matter what. And we've explained why this needs to do that, because this is a free speech issue. This is a government overreach issue, as well as some other things. But also because of your continued support right here at InfoWars and uh, in other personal endeavors, um, I'm going to increase my media footprint and my professional footprint. They've tried to handicap us here at InfoWars. They've tried to kneecap me personally. And because of your continued support, we're not going to let that happen. 
But we're, we'll, we'll, we'll have more updates on that next week as the time nears. But uh, is that not surreal? I mean, look at that countdown clock. I mean, that is surreal. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm even looking at it. I'm just like, I, I, it's because it has set in that I'm about to be a speech prisoner, but it's just surreal. So in 11 days, when you tune into the war room, it's not going to be me. I'll be in jail. I'll be a speech prisoner. And look, I don't want to go to jail, obviously, and for obvious reasons. But, I mean, gee, if, if, if my fight against corruption has ever been validated and vindicated, this is like the, this is like the total confirmation. If my mission is to call out tyrants, if my mission is to defeat corruption, defeat liars, defeat government corruption then, I mean, this is my total validation that I'm on the right course. 100% validation in my mission. 100% validation that my aim and my vision and my sight has been 2020. That I'm now being locked up for a speech prisoner. 34 years old, been in political media for 10 years, and the corrupt establishment is so afraid of me and has to make such an example out of me that they're going to throw me in jail. So again, I don't want to go to prison. I'm not looking forward to going to a federal prison, but I mean, you want to talk about mission validation? There it is. 100% verified. I'm going to stop. Okay. Okay. Let's look at some other odds and ends here, and then I guess I'll delve into the holy war that's now in our backyards. But No, I want to address this narrative that's been going on for a long time, including some specific broadcasts that will dedicate their entire lives thinking they're going to expose Alex Jones or Owen Schroyer as something we're not. And obviously, with all this big breaking news going on, when Alex had been away this week and me filling in for the show, people are saying, well, gee, I mean, I I thought... InfoWars were shills. I thought InfoWars was controlled this. I thought it was controlled this, controlled that. Never been the case. Never been the case. And I see this uh, one individual saying, oh boy, Alex Jones is going to have to talk to Owen Schroyer about his coverage. Uh, <laughs> you clearly have no clue if you think that Alex Jones is controlling what I say or has ever to con- tried to control what I say. And no. Alex Jones has not had to say a word about my coverage of any of the situations in the last week or ever before because Alex Jones believes in free speech. And even if he might disagree with me or even if we might have our own disagreements, he's never told me what I can and can't say. And nobody here has ever been bought or paid for or controlled or a shill for anything. We're loyal to the truth. We're loyal to a mission to defeat corruption and world tyranny and world government and to save the constitutional republic. That's our mission. But I'm glad that our coverage this week has opened a lot of people's eyes who made false assumptions about us. But let's just be perfectly clear about this. Alex Jones has never told me what I can and can't say on air 
and I don't anticipate Alex would ever tell me what I can and can't say on air, and there was no scolding of Owen Troyer for any of his coverage this week. So let's just make that perfectly clear here. Now, I know that most people in the audience are like, why are you addressing this? I already know that. Folks, I'm trying to have big tent politics here. And, and, I, and I explained earlier how I, I've, I've realized that even though I'm virulent, I mean, I am vehemently anti-leftist policies and anti-leftist brainwashing, obviously. But I've realized that even the leftist haters out there and the brainwashed leftists out there, I'm fighting for their America too. And so when they start to have an understanding of that InfoWars is the real deal or, or these other people that make all these false assumptions about Alex Jones and InfoWars and then we have coverage that they're like, oh, I guess my assumptions were wrong. That's big. That's big. We stand with common sense. We stand with logic and reasoning. We stand for truth and justice. And we stand to save the Constitutional Republic. That's it. That simple. Never been any other agenda. The most powerful InfoWars Life formula yet. DNA Force Plus is now back in stock for 50% off in our flash sale. This elite formula contains the most cutting-edge enzymes, potent antioxidants, and traditional naturally occurring ingredients to protect the vitality of your very DNA. The powerhouse ingredients in DNA Force Plus include PQQ, CoQ10, organic reishi mushroom, astrologus root, rhodiola root, and an array of even more incredible antioxidants and extracts carefully chosen to help support healthy heart function while promoting energy production down to the cellular level. Provide your cells and DNA with the protection they need and try a bottle of DNA Force Plus today for 50% off or for 35% off grab the combo pack with DNA Force Plus and body's whole support. Better hurry though because these sales will be over in a flash at InfoWarsStore.com